This is a CJSR podcast. Volunteer powered. Listener supported. Campus and community. Radio. Podcast. Podcast. Radio. Radio and and podcast. And and there's like people like hanging off on the back. Like people are just like, like they pay, but like they just accept hanging off the back. And like, actually sometimes it's two people back there. Oh yeah, Lea Salonga. Um, I knew that. And more recently I've watched some uh, The Voice Philippines and she was a judge on there. And I thought that she was like very kind, very nice judge. It is definitely kare kare, or some might say care care, because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> so yes, that's my answer. <laughs> my my first instinct is adobo, so I'm gonna go with adobo. It's just a it's a the thing is though it is a classic. It's a fan favorite, so we'll see. <laughs> Ryan. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Raja. Hey, Ariane. What's the cheese mies? The cheese mies this week is all about CJSR's fun drive. What's the cheese mies is a podcast about Filipinx identity in Edmonton. Welcome to our special episode with What's the Cheese Mies? This is our Fun Drive episode. Um, so, so for folks who maybe don't know about Fun Drive, it's um, this period uh, of the year when CGSR is raising money um, for its various programming um, related to the, to the station. Um, and so if you'd like to learn more about it, please head to www.cgsr.com uh, to find out ways you can donate or to support the station um, with all of its efforts and to support the What's the Cheese Mies more directly if you'd like as well. Um, so part of this episode is that we're going to be engaged in a fun game um, where I will be the host of a game show um, and I will be asking our uh, fellow What's the Cheese Mies producers 20 questions, give or take, um, on fun facts about the Philippines. Is this celebrity actually a Filipino? Guess what Filipino food that is, and how well do you know your fellow producers and their episodes from season three? So the mechanics of the game are, I will ask a question, um, and any of the producers who are currently in um, the recording can um, react or just unmute and say the answer aloud. Um, By the end of our game show, I will Uh, tally up all of the points and see who the winner is but truly is there really a winner if we're all participating in a game show and learning about Filipino facts together so let's have our producers introduce themselves so our listeners can recognize their voices um, throughout the game 
Hi everyone, my name's Raja and I did an episode called Did You Hear She's Breaking the Binary? It's the second episode of What's the Cheese Me? So I sat down with my fellow producers, Mika and Ariane to talk about Filipino femininity. Hey y'all, I'm Ryan. I did episode number three this season and uh, it's called Did You Hear She Grew Up Without Her Mom? And I talked to, uh, I talked to a bunch of people who grew up without one of their parents because their parent was working overseas at the time, something that happens in a lot of Filipino families. Hi, everybody. My name is Nikki. I did episode five at What's the Chismis. Did you hear she visited a ooh, witch doctor in which I opened the doors for more conversations about reclaiming our Filipinx identities and its close relationship with rediscovering spirituality faith, and religion. Hi, everybody. My name is Ariane. I was the producer of episode six of season three called Did You Hear They Want More Filipinos on the Big Screen? In that episode, we explored representation in the mass media and entertainment with two special guests that are local creators here in Edmonton. Hi, uh, my name is Mika. I will be hosting the game show um, but I also did um, the first episode of season three, which is, did you hear she's dating a Chinito? Where I explore um, interracial relationships, um, mine, and then also um, my fellow producer's relationship, uh, Nikki's relationship with their partner as well. Um, so do tune in if you'd like to. Question one, true or false? According to the 2016 census, the Filipino language of Tagalog was the second most common mother tongue of people living in Edmonton after English. What say you producers? I wanna say true, but maybe it's something wacky where it's like, it's not actually second, it's third. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying I'm gonna go with false. I feel like my hopes are too false. high for it to be true. <laughs> true for me, so I guess I'm the only true. And Nikki, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be daring. I'm gonna say true. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is true. This is not <gasps> a trick question. Um, oh my gosh. According to the 2016 census, was in fact the second most spoken language in Edmonton which is astounding considering all the other languages that like populate such a mm. wonderful and multicultural city. So unfortunately, Raja, this was not false. You know what? Um, That's great. <laughs> I am happy to be wrong. <laughs> yes. So I think points all around. Ryan was a point. Nikki also said true I believe yes, and yes. Ariane you also said false okay false, so I'll be honest <laughs> Ryan and Nikki in the lead with one point each awesome <clears throat> we're off to a great start well second question also a geography question oh, about no. the Philippines so this is a multiple choice question how many islands make up the Philippines a 2500 b 
8,300. C, 7,100. Or D, none of the above. Ryan has raised his hand. So Ryan, let me know. Okay, so we all get to answer. It's not like a speed game or anything like that. You all have the opportunity to voice your opinions. <laughs> I wonder if it's a trick question, like it depends on the tide or something. But I, I'm going to say... When an island gets swept up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with C. I'll go with C when in doubt. Okay. Other producers, answers, oh. please. Uh... I'm going to go with none of the above. I want to say like, it's like 7,500 and none of these answers say that. Oh man, this is really tough. I'm going to also go with C. I'm going to go with the 2001, the 2008, I believe that it is only because for some reason, all I have in my head is my mom saying, you know, the thousand island dressing that's based on the Philippines. <laughs> oh, like no wonder my Tita loves. Oh my gosh. No wonder my Tita loves Thousand Island dressing. Oh, wow. So that's why it's the 2000 islands. Okay. I also love a Thousand Island dressing. I would love to know your mom's source of where that's coming from. Perhaps she invented it. Who knows? Um, we are in the presence of greatness. Um, so how many islands make up the Philippines? Um, it is not a, it is not 2,500. It is not 8,300. It is 7,100. Oh. Um, and this is coming from National Geographic Kids. So I figured that is probably a reputable source. Um, so Ryan with two points, uh, Raja with one, Ariane uh, in the back with no points so far, and Nikki <laughs> with one. So there's definitely room to get ahead here, folks. Okay, perhaps this one is an easier question. It's about one of my episodes from season three. So we'll see uh, whether or not my fellow producers have listened to the episode intently. No, no shade if you have not. Um, there's, time, <laughs> there's time to listen to it. Um, so in my episode oh. about interracial dating, I mentioned two Tagalog terms borrowed from Spanish. What is one of the terms that I mentioned? Was it, was it like chinito? Yeah. Yeah, that was my, my first one too. My first word of thoughts to chinito because it's what, like half, half Chinese, I think, or something yeah. like that, yeah. Okay, chinito, uh, Nikki. Oh no. <laughs> I was in that episode. <laughs> um, I thought I probably mentioned. I would not have mentioned Mestiza, would I? Or Morena? You tell me. <laughs> I know. I should tell you because you interviewed me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm gonna say Mestiza or Mestizo. And Ryan? Definitely Chinito, yeah. Yeah, you're all correct. Um, Mestizo and Chinito were uh, some of the words that I mentioned in my episode, and both of them sort of uh, signaling like um, half race or like Western features or like Chinese um, like facial features. So each of you get one point. It's a lot of pressure when it's someone else's episode.
Listener-supported radio means that we ask each of you to make a commitment to keeping CJSR on the air. We don't like to run a lot of advertising. In fact, we like to keep our on-air advertising to events that are happening in our community. Theatre, performances, concerts, art gallery openings, speakers, festivals, farmers markets, etc. If you enjoy having a non-commercial, community-focused alternative, give us a call at 492-2577, extension 0, or donate online at www.cjsr.com. Question 4. Darren Chris is a famous actor and is known for his portrayal of Blaine Anderson on the musical comedy drama Glee. But is he, or are they, Filipino? And I think Nikki's hand went up and then Ariane's hand went up after. Oh, did it? I thought hers was first. But yes, he is Filipino. Yeah, he's like half Filipino and I'm pretty sure on the mom side. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's, so what specific. Was, that's what I was I gonna say. I know it's my favorite Filipino cuisine, and it's ube. Like I don't know why I know these <laughs> stupid facts. Oh, see, that's what I was gonna say. Yes, he's Filipino. It's on his mom's side. Yes. I used to be obsessed with him, <laughs> and and the fact that he was part Filipino, I was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Ryan, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I was going to say yes and that he's half, but I did not know it was on his mom's side. I didn't know which side, so I'm not a super fan. <laughs> Ariane and I were just like, we watch Glee. <laughs> I think I recently, very recently, actually just learned that he's Filipino. I think it was probably like a random Facebook video when I'm like scrolling endlessly. And then it's like one of those fact videos. And it's like, did you know Darren Chris is actually half Filipino? <laughs> I didn't know that it would be useful to me until now. <laughs> was he the actor in that, like, murdering the... Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. designer. Not Gucci, dude. the other one. Yeah. Versace, Versace. Yeah, yes, Versace. Versace. <laughs> because I think the actual murderer in real life was Filipino, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But you were all correct. Yes, Darren Chris is in fact half Filipino and his mother is from the Philippines. I believe she's from Cebu, but I could be wrong. Maybe I need to be better at researching my fun facts. But it's good to know that people in the room know more than I do in regards to like whether he was Filipino or not. Moving on to question five. Um, This is a Filipino food uh, question. So... Question five, the Filipino dish, this Filipino dish is famous for its thick peanut sauce. It's often served with oxtail and vegetables. This dish is called A, menudo, B, lechon, C, afritada, or D, kare kare. Um, it is definitely kare kare, or some might say care care, because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> So yes, that's my answer. Uh, my answer is the same. Uh, I think like I was just on the cusp of when schools really uh, double down on like peanut stuff, and I'm really glad that I missed it because I got to bring kare kare as my ulam to school. <laughs> yeah, definitely. D. Oh man, it's so good because <laughs> now now that you know. We're getting into the food questions. Uh, I'm getting very hungry and 
thinking maybe I should go to my Lola's place and request <laughs> some food. <laughs> uh, D for me too. It's uh, one of my faves. I'm a huge fan of peanut butter. So, Yes, you are all correct. It is D, kare kare. Um, and it is a wonderful, savory, peanut, saucy kind of stew dish. So if uh, listeners haven't tried it before, definitely hit up your nearest like Filipino uh, food place or, um, you know, call up a Filipino friend and ask them, you know, if they if you could come over for dinner, COVID permitting. Uh, question six, we're going back to fun facts about the Philippines, but this is an easier one, hopefully. hopefully. Um, the Filipino flag is composed of three main colors, red, white, and blue. What does the blue color represent in the flag? Is it A, honor, B, justice, C, faith, or D, peace? Uh, I'm gonna go A for honor. <laughs> I don't know what, what it is. So this is really going to be a lucky guess if it's right. If I'm wrong, I have more research to do. I, I think I'm going to have to double down on Raja's answer for honor. Only because I feel like peace is asked to be white, right? Like the dove peace. And then there's something like, you know how in royalty, it's purple. So for some reason, I'm just connecting those two. So I'm also going to say honor. Uh, it's interesting that you say that because I, when I think of honor, I think of the red. You know, what? I'm gonna go with that and go with justice. Yeah, I think <laughs> that I I was thinking that justice would be red just because it's the color of blood. <laughs> and, uh, wow, wow, wow. And, okay, that's a bit. Um, and then I was thinking I I agree that peace would be white, so. I'm gonna just pick the other one and go with faith. So let's let's say that blue is Honor. faith for some reason. I don't know. Okay. Um, so when I was teaching in Quebec, I like did a presentation on the Filipino flag because I was like, what does it actually mean? And I learned that the blue on the Filipino flag is actually for peace. Um, <gasps> oh. So we've whoa. been duped. Yes. Uh, blue is for peace and then red actually represents I believe it's war so my dad told mm -hmm. me that oh. during war times they actually flip the colors yep. to put war on top and then blue on the bottom yeah um oh, so I remember during peace times like yeah. they put the blue on the top yeah so mm -hmm. the answer is D for peace no points oh, no one got no. it <laughs> bamboozled we deserve that we deserve that for not knowing <laughs> CJSR is Edmonton's community radio station. Uh, we provide diverse programming for groups who don't have access to mainstream media. And we have a number of programs that serve Edmonton's cultural communities, such as What's the Chismes, serving the Pilipinex community. Uh, we tackle social issues that no one else touches, and now we're asking the community to support us. Uh, so if you do want to support us, head over to cgsr.com and you can select what's the cheese as the as the program you're supporting and we would so 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 appreciate it
Okay. Question seven is where uh, we can make up for the last one, folks. So don't be discouraged. It's okay. This is a true or false question. So true or false, 86% of the Filipino population in the Philippines is Roman Catholic. 86%. True or true. false? True. I think true. true. I think it's true. I just says true. Oh, no. I'm going to go with false. I'm going to be a devil's advocate and then go to the other side of this line and go false just for fun <laughs> and i'm gonna go false too because i i think that catholic is probably number one but i think 86 sounds really high so yeah false um according to the u.s um the u.s news also um this website called asia society and the author jack miller uh, don't come for me, come for Jack Miller. The answer is true. At one point, it was 86% hey. Roman Catholic in the Philippines. <laughs> See, I, at technicalities, at one point, it was 86%. At one point. <laughs> yeah, if anyone actually knows the like the census Update. number and wants to look it up, please do let us know. Like Send us an Instagram DM or something to correct me. I'm always looking to learn from my lapses in knowledge. Um, question eight. Um, who were the two guests featured on Raja's episode about uh, breaking the binary and challenging Filipino femininity and gender norms? So who were the two guests? Yeah, Ariane, go ahead. Me and you. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, woohoo. I know this one. It's Mika and Ariane. Yes, that is also my answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Points all around. Okay, so uh, right now we have Raja with six, Ariane with four, Ryan with six, and Nikki with six as well. So oh my God. It's, it's pretty tight there. And Ariane, oh. you definitely have made a lot of like headway <laughs> since the beginning when you started at zero. <laughs> this, this should be... There should be like golf where whoever gets the lowest is the yes. one that wins. <laughs> <laughs> twist, twist, twist. Question nine is also um, a Filipino dessert uh, question. Um, and in the very hot summer months, um, maybe a few of you have had this dessert before. So question nine, halo halo, or translated directly mix mix in English, is a shaved iced dessert with an array of mix-ins. Um, which of the following is not a common halo halo ingredient? Is it A, tapioca pearls, B, mung beans, um, and then C, raisins, or D, sweet potatoes? So which one of these is not a common halo halo uh, mix-in? And I believe Ryan had his hand up first. Right. Uh, well, I'm just going to start by saying that I love mung beans and I, I believe I, this is what I'm thinking of. In, in Kapang Pangan, my mom makes this dessert soup kind of that's called bolatong. I don't know if anyone has heard yep. of that. No, but yeah, and I was such a huge fan of that growing up as a kid. And so I believe I've thrown that into Hala Hala before. Uh, I'm going to say it's between C or D, so probably C, so raisins. Okay, Ryan says raisins. What say you, Ariane? I have to agree with Ryan, raisins. I feel like I've had everything else in Halo Halo before, but not raisins. 
Okay, process of elimination. I see the strategy, Raja. Yeah, I agree. That was my um, my first instinct too. Raisins. I've never had hollow hollow with raisins in it before. That sounds like anarchy. Uh, I'm gonna go with raisins. I'm gonna nix it out. Get it out of here. Not in my yes. hollow hollow. Get these raisins out of here, Mickey has said, and all of you would be right. Raisins are not a common ingredient in hollow hollow. So enjoy your hollow hollow with those tapioca pearls and those mung beans, Ryan, and those sweet potatoes. Yum yum yes. yum. We had This... a hollow hollow mixing station at during my wedding reception. <gasps> it was like such a hit. You oh, could just go that. up and make your own hollow hollow. And dude, I'm doing yeah. that. <laughs> Question 10 is a question about are they Filipino or not? Or who is this Filipino person? Um, question 10. This Filipino or Filipina songstress <gasps> provided the voices of two official Disney princesses, Jasmine and Mulan. What is this person's name? Ariane's head shot up straight away. Yes, it is <laughs> Leia Salonga because yeah. I knew about this and I was so excited. And fun fact, she was also in um what's it called that's a tv show that disney also has for marvel it's shield agents of shield she's also in that one as well mm -hmm. oh that's a lie nope i take it back <laughs> <laughs> it was just the regular Mulan speaking voice that's in shield oh. but everything else is correct it's still Leia longa <laughs> uh Yes, it is Leia Salonga. She was in Les Mis a couple of years ago on Broadway. She was on, um, is it Miss Saigon? Mm -hmm. yeah. The musical, yes. Um, legend, absolute legend. Yeah, hands down, it's Leia Salonga. And, you know, if you grow up in a house with not just your mom, but also your Lola and your Tita, that's being blasted on the TV and your Tita is singing along. Oh yeah, Leia Salonga. Um, I knew that. And more recently I've watched some uh, The Voice Philippines and she was a judge on there. And I thought that she was like very kind, very nice judge. Awesome. So everyone's got points. Um, everyone is at eight, um, excluding Ariane who is at six. So question 11. Uh, these iconic symbols of the country's main modes of transportation are colorfully painted. They are often loud and often crowded in the back seats, if you can call them seats and not benches. Um, they first appeared back in World War II and remained throughout um, U.S. military activities in the Philippines. What are these cool and creative vehicles called? All right, so I think that the answer is jeepney. And I've taken this like a few times because when I stayed in my mother's hometown, Natividad, I stayed there for three weeks and it's it's about maybe like 45 minutes or an hour from the San Fernando mall. So I would take a jeepney there and back. And yeah, it was so crowded that that like people were basically sitting on me during the The ride. I can't imagine <laughs> doing that during COVID now, but yeah, it was just like I had no space at all back there. I have the same answer. It's a jeepney. And um, I remember going on one too when I was a kid and I visited the Philippines. Um, I sat on my mom's lap 
And I was like, oh man, I'm going to fall. <laughs> and it, like Ryan said, it's so cramped, but what I love about it is how colorful it is, um, how recognizable it is. It's so iconic. And I, I wish that we had, you know, more of those like colorful things here. Mm. Yes. Jeepney all the way. Um, I think like when I went back to the Philippines um, two years ago and I had to ride one because we had to take a jeepney to the village that we were going to, it just made me feel like a kid again. And like I put my arm out of the window, although that's not very safe, but it, <laughs> it's just like open air, right? Like it's just so loud, but something about it is so comforting. I used to fall asleep with, when I'm sitting, when I was sitting next to my mom uh going to and from school so yeah I love jeepneys yes I have to agree it's jeepney um I've never been on one but I see them a lot when I go visit yeah never been on one awesome and it, it was jeepney so good knowledge um this question is about one of our producers um so which one of the producers this year got engaged what Nikki, isn't it? Yeah, it's Nikki. <laughs> my Instagram stalking, I think it's Nikki. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it was me. <laughs> See, I was worried this was going to be a trick question. Imagine if this was how like Mika was like, actually. <laughs> uh, for, for our listeners, just for reference, I recently moved to Victoria for school. So could you imagine if, this was my way of like telling my family like <laughs> by the way like I'm now engaged thank you if you're happy about it please donate to www.cjsr.com <laughs> yeah please support um us and celebrate Nikki's engagement by dropping a donation thank you so much thank Just, you like, celebrate celebrate some love you guys celebrate yeah. Love yeah. and donate but if you do donate, you can get swag. So be sure to donate. Like you can get a sweet t-shirt or a holographic decal or a Friends of CGSR card, which will give you a whole bunch mm-hmm. of discounts to different places. So yeah, donate and say that you're supporting What's the Cheese Meats and get your swag. In brackets, just say also Nikki's engagement. <laughs> <laughs> supporting what's the cheese miss and <laughs> Nikki's engagement. yeah what's the cheese miss loves love <laughs> also if you if you donate more than 50 dollars, you're eligible for a tax receipt so get those get those tax receipts you know all the programming you hear on cjsr is produced by volunteer community members This makes CJSR unique. It's radio for the community, programmed by the community. Programming that is untouched by marketing groups and demographic surveys. If you believe in what we do, give us a call at 492-2577, extension zero, or donate online at www.cjsr.com. Salamat. Uh, Tax makes me... um feel sad. And when I feel sad, I like to eat desserts. This question is about desserts. Um, Suman bibinka, or Englishly known as coconut milk cake, puto, which is a rice cake, and turon um, are famous Filipino desserts. Um, which one is wrapped in a crunchy spring roll wrapper? Nikki and then Raja. 
Tehran. Ah, oh, oh my God. Should I go to what is it? Is this seafood? What is it called? Seafood? Seafood city? Seafood mm-hmm. city. Get me some Tehran. Get me some mm-hmm. uh, lechon and kare kare. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you guys at Seafood City. <laughs> but yeah, it's Tehran. And there's just something so delicious and satisfying of like a melty banana wrapped in a crunchy spring roll wrapper and you know sometimes it's it's made with like banana or like you know this the harder type I forget what it's plantain. called yeah plantain but I just like I don't know why I prefer the banana if if my law is making it and from just like bananas and dipping in the brown sugar mm-hmm. and just like making it that way there's just something really comforting about it totally uh to run and uh yeah I, I like all these, but of all the ones you listed, Turun is my favorite. And I, yeah, when I worked at Alberta Health, there was like a big, there were always big get togethers of all the Filipinos who worked in government and we would bring food. And my thing that I brought basically every time was Turun. So <laughs> I Turun from uh, Lucky 97 and then I would just fry it up at my, at my place and then bring it fresh because I lived right across the street from work so I would fry it up and it would be fresh when I brought it in Uh, crispy so yeah and my answer will have to be Toron if anyone is also up for it or listening I think my opinion on the best Toron in the city is Cucina Filipina it's like right on the 97th before Yellowhead you have to pre-order a bunch because they just sell out so fast Mm, always fresh it's always so good I think they put like brown sugar in the oil and let it melt and yeah. caramelize and then they dip the toron yeah. so then it's like wrapped in like the crunchy brown sugar oh yeah so yeah uh, okay great uh question 14 a true or false question um the original gabriella montez from high school musical um also known as vanessa hudgens is filipino true or false is vanessa hudgens filipino or not uh, Ariane. Yes, she is half Filipino. Again, from the mom's side. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get specific. Yes, she's Filipino. Yes, agreed. She is half Filipino. Agreed. She yeah. is half Filipino. And, you know, it was great listening to High School Musical. I think I was like, I was quite young when High School Musical came out. I must have been like six. But it was on, like, when I had the DVD, it was on repeat. And my brother was just like, how many times have you watched High School Musical? <laughs> I'm like, it's good, man. I'm sorry. My bad. It was, uh, it was a cultural reset, as some of the kids will call it. Uh, <laughs> yes, she's, she's Filipino. And um, I remember having the, uh, the CD for high school musical too and it had like the lyrics thing obviously for the album cover and it, there just came a time where i just didn't need it anymore because i knew every lyric <laughs> skills yeah <laughs> so yes vanessa hudgens is filipino and i believe her mother is from manila great um we have five more questions here left to go this next question is a Fun fact about the Philippines, again, which country is the largest supplier of nurses worldwide? Is it A, 
Japan, B, Indonesia, C, Thailand, or D, the Philippines? And maybe why do you think it's this country? Um, I think it's the Philippines, <laughs> mostly because one, I myself am an Earth. I didn't come from the Philippines though, <laughs> but there's that just like a, it's a mixture of like the stereotype running joke that all nurses, if not most of it's like they're Filipino or come from the Philippines. And also there's a lot of actual ads and um, like career companies that take people from the Philippines everywhere you know to to learn and to train them to be nurses or nannies or home care and house um like house care so I think it's us yes the Philippines Mm -hmm. yeah I was gonna say it's the Philippines and we know that there are so many migrant workers that come from the Philippines who either you know are nurses but also take on like a lot of different frontline worker positions and careers and I think there's actually you know laws written in between like the United States and the Philippines Mm -hmm. um kind of like agreeing like how many people will come over and like to work yeah yeah I'm gonna go with the Philippines my my great aunt who's uh 96 years old she moved to uh, Montana when she was 50 no w- back in 1953 when she was like I, super young like early 20s and she made the newspaper there because she was the first um, Filipino nurse to move to Montana mm-hmm. and it yeah. was so it was just kicking off this program and I think a lot came after like it was a program where the states took in nurses from the Philippines mm-hmm. and I think the fact that Filipinos speak English make it very easy for them to move to all these English-speaking countries and be nurses there so Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah especially the the states because of the the ties there yep I was gonna say the Philippines and mention like I I have to do more research on this but I think it stems from like after World War II and uh U.S. occupation all that um it's funny because I was like oh I'm not gonna become a nurse and then I did something else that is related to care. Um, yeah, so you're all right. It, um, it is the Philippines, the largest supplier of nurses worldwide. Um, and you can read more about that. Um, the study that I looked at was by Lorenzo, Tan, Ikamina, and Javier, and it's called Nurse Migration from a Source Country Perspective Philippine Country Case Study. So have a look at their research. Um, more about uh, Filipinos and like their excellency, um, there is an author and a journalist, also a co-founder of a Filipino news source who recently won a Nobel Peace Prize, I believe it is. Um, do you, we know who this person is? It's Maria Rissa. Is that, is that her full name? I know, I know Maria, but okay, I'm gonna show you guys a picture and then we can share it on our, our Instagram or, or what have you. It is a picture of my Lola. She is very proudly looking at the TV, standing up right next to the TV and saying the words Laban. I was like, you go, Lola. You tell Mm. her. I was like, she can't hear you, but she knows. (laughs) (laughs) She knows Laban in her heart. Yeah. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Um, Unfortunately, I don't know the name, so I'm going to 
say the no point for me, <laughs> but I, I learned of it, but I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, I'm gonna have to be on the same boat as Nikki. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the L on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna take the no point too because I didn't remember the name, so I knew it happened and I saw the stories and 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 I read a little bit about it, like about uh, why she won the the Nobel Peace Prize, but for some reason the name didn't stick, so zero points. You can tell folks that the producers are honest people because they could have played the game and just been like, I agree with uh, Raja, it is Maria Ressa, um, but they didn't. So great folks to donate your money to, you know, call up CJSR, go to the website, support authenticity and honesty if you want to. Um, but it is Maria Ressa um, and she was a co-founder of um, The Rappler, which is a um, a new source in the Philippines and one that is like quite critical of the current government. I do believe there is a documentary, but I don't remember the name of the documentary off the top of my head. Um, oh, wait, yeah, it's called it's called A Thousand Cuts. And I believe you can watch it on, on YouTube on like a PBS, um, one of their channels. You are tuned in to listener supported community radio. That means we rely on each of you to provide us with the means to keep this radio station going. Fund drive dollars make up one third of CJSR's annual operating budget. If you support what CJSR brings to the community, then show it by giving us a call at 780-492-2577 extension zero or donating online at www.cjsr.com. Question 17 is a question about Filipino dishes. Um, so what is the national dish of the Philippines? Is it A, halo halo, which is the dessert we talked about earlier, B, adobo, which is a like um, vinegar, soy sauce, garlic, ginger, like stew with different like proteins, lumpia or spring roll, and then sinigang, which is like a sour um, vinegary, um, soup. So which one is the national dish? I think my initial instinct will have to go with sinigang because I don't think I've ever seen a country have a national dish be dessert. Lumpia is basically spring rolls and was very Chinese influenced. And then adobo feels just like a common thing that, you know, like it's the first thing you introduce all your non-Filipino friends to. <laughs> so I don't know, like, I feel like that's just easy way out. So I'm going to go with Sinigang. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sinigang also. It's oh. not my favorite, but uh, I know like adobo is very common, but that's too, almost too easy to me. Also, I don't know. I'm going to go with Sinigang. I got you, Ariane. <laughs> my, my first instinct is adobo. So I'm going to go with adobo. It's just a, it's a, the thing is, though, it is a classic. It's a fan favorite. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, my favorite on there is Sinigang, but I will have to go with Adobo. It's, I feel like it's just like when you think of Filipino food, that's what people think of first. Okay, so we have some mixed reviews here. Some are split between two for Adobo and two for Sinigang. Um, I appreciate Ariane and Nikki saying, hey, 
you know, we can do better than adobo. Let's go <laughs> for sinigang. Let's, let's go there. But you'd be wrong. <laughs> the Philippines national dish is adobo. Um, and I think it's precisely because it's like the home cooked, everyone can like make it as accessible. Um, so close, but we can always aim higher. Maybe sinigang one day will overtake adobo. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really a fan of sour things. But I was just gonna go against the grain, but no, adobos. No, keep keep adobo. <laughs> uh, it's the best thing to have in the winter, though. Sinigan. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if you even like my Lola would be like, hey, just have some sinigan and sip it from a mug. <laughs> I love that. Get that good broth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need no pumpkin spice latte. I don't need no white chocolate. <laughs> you know, hot chocolate. I need Sinigang in a cup. Yeah, just give me Sinigang in, in a mug. <laughs> Question 18. Um, name the two masterminds or producers behind the Coconut Collective, which is a Filipino-run business in Edmonton. Is it Ryan, Julia, Nikki, myself, Ariane, Raja, someone else? Who, who are the ones that are a part of the Coconut Collective? Ryan. I think that they're both on here right now. Is it Raja and Nikki? Maybe. Don't don't answer Maybe. yes or no. Don't but know. Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> um, I know who it's not. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Strategy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Julia and and Raja. I think that's my that's my answer. I think it's. Mika and no, <laughs> I think it's Raja and I. I think I have. To, I just have to guess. I have like a. I I also have like a sneaking suspicion that it's me and Nikki. <laughs> yes. So it is in fact uh, Raja and Nikki. They are um, part of the Coconut Collective, which is this. Uh, well, I'll just let them introduce it. What is the Coconut Collective, Raja and Nikki? Nikki does a great pitch. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So the Coconut Collective is a a Amiskwachi based Filipinx women run business (laughs) that is focused on exploring our creative, um, exploring our creativity um, as a means to also express our identity as Filipinx women. Uh, So lately we, like most recently we have done markets and where we sold our, our artistic um, creations and we hope to dive into more. Um, and from that, I've also branched something called Haraya, which is more witchy. And I have since taken a hiatus because <laughs> it's uh, overwhelming. But yeah, Coconut Collective is just a safe space for Filipinx uh, creatives and especially safer women uh to be themselves and um, explore their identity (laughs) yeah absolutely thank you for sharing and for letting us know more about the coconut collective unfortunately ariane it is not me i would love to be like a part of it but i'm happy just to like purchase and support from afar so it is raja and it is nikki Question 19 is about Jollibee. Wow, Edmonton finally got Jollibee a few years ago. Um, but 
how many Jollibee locations are there currently in Canada? Is it A, 20 locations, B, five locations, C, 12, or D, eight? I'm going to go with five. I don't think we have a lot to be H. It took so much to have one freaking location here. And those lines were insane for the longest time. I remember they had like tents outside and you had to like line up. And I think I waited once for like 30 good minutes uh, just to get to the counter. Um, I'm going to go with B. It's five. B5 in all of Canada? That's fair. Yeah, like Jollibee is a rarity, you know? But I swear there's more now, you know? I feel like I'm seeing Jollibees everywhere now. I think my guess will be, I'm going to go with 12, just because even here in Edmonton, there's already three locations. What? So if I'm like just averaging yeah, it out, yeah. Calgary also has maybe three. BC's got to have also three, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Toronto might have to. Do I want to say 20? Um, you know what? I'm gonna no. <laughs> no, I'm maybe gonna maybe they're on the way. Uh, so you're sticking uh, with twelve, Ariane. <laughs> Ariane's just manifesting twenty. <laughs> I think my answer is actually gonna be twenty. Maybe I'm manifesting twenty. Maybe they have a plan to expand because <laughs> I know that there is one in Kingsway. I think there's one on the north side and now they're opening one in Tamarack. I don't know. Tamarack. I don't know. Just, you know, like a, a Jollibee aficionado. Because <laughs> I know there's one in Kingsway, the original one in South Common, like oh. close to H Mart. And I know for sure there's a third one by West Ed. I didn't oh, know that. right. The one in West Ed. Yeah, maybe there isn't one on the north side. So it would be West, Kingsway, South, Tamarack then. Oh, wow. Four. Wow. All right. My, I think we're going to have one each because my guess is going to be eight. Uh, I remember before there were any Jollibees in Edmonton, we, my, my wife and I and some of her family road tripped all the way to Winnipeg <laughs> to go to, to Jolly B. It's a long drive to Jolly B, but we, I guess, just really wanted it. And, uh, but now, yeah, there are the three in Edmonton. And I know there were two in Winnipeg at that time. So that's five. So it's at least five. And then I haven't seen any others, but I'm going to say maybe there are three floating out there somewhere. Okay. So there are, in fact, 20 locations <gasps> of Jolly Bees in Canada. There are none in BC, which is such a travesty for me because I'm like, what? How are there five in Alberta already and like zero in British Columbia? Maybe it has to do with the different like regulations on opening joints here. But there are five in Alberta, three in Manitoba, 11 in Ontario, and Saskatchewan oh. has one. Saskatchewan. The way that Mika is visibly upset right now. I'm <laughs> upset. Zero in BC. Oh my God. How did Saskatchewan like win one before you? Yeah, they snuck a Jolly Bee in there. Yeah, Regina with its like large Filipino population. Those advocates oh, around there, like, we need a taste of fast food home. Well, you know what, Mika, you need to advocate for yourself. <laughs> 
petition. sign my petition uh, <laughs> to welcome Jollibee to BC. I know I do know that there are like Goldilocks, I think, locations mm-hmm. though in Vancouver. I could be wrong. There's mm-hmm. so many Goldilocks, yeah. I know like my boyfriend's sister and I are going to go to Vancouver in December and that's on the list of things we have to do. <laughs> we have to go to Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, please sponsor us, Jollibee. Thank you. I will take um, sponsorships in the form of donations to CGSR, yeah. but also <laughs> in the form of like spaghetti and like chicken joy. Thank you so much. Or like hollow hollow as well. Um, this is our last question. Uh, this is question 20 and we're rounding it out with a Filipino noodle dish question. Which of the following is not a Filipino noodle dish? Is it A, pancit, B, palabok, C, lomi, or D, pulalo? <laughs> I'm gonna Sorry. say D bulalo. Yeah, because bulalo. I'm like, I'm like I've had all of the other ones, and I know that they're all noodle dishes. <laughs> noodles in them. That's my answer too. Only because I remember my birthday passed, and my mom asked what did I want for like my birthday dinner, and I wanted bulalo because if I remember correctly, that's the one with the bone marrow, isn't it? And I love mm. bone marrow. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's bulalo. It's that's that's I'm pretty sure that's beef. Yeah, Def's bulalo. Pancit is a classic. Palabok is the, like those noodles. Lomi are like a soup with thick noodles. So <gasps> it's the yeah, it's the bone marrow soup. Yes, you are all correct. It is bulalo is not a Filipino noodle dish, and I was very surprised to learn that like. Like Filipino cuisine doesn't have a lot of noodle dishes, but they do pancit and palabok like super well. Um, and my mom used to tell me that like noodles, you have them on your birthday because like the longer they are, mm-hmm. like the longer your life will be. So whenever I had like pancit or palabok, I tried not to like bite it. And then like, you know, when you when you put it in your mouth and then you bite off like the ends of the noodles because there's too many noodles in your mouth. I would feel really scared. I'm like, I'm cutting off my life right now. I can't do that. Like this is a Filipino. <laughs> Like, so yeah, my birthday was just like me trying to like eat as many <laughs> without cutting the end. You see, you see Mika with a fork uh... of one long noodle. <laughs> She's like, I will live to the very end. <laughs> yeah, like, immortality is mine. <laughs> She's spinning around a noodle. <laughs> it was just Reese's first birthday uh, last Sunday. And yeah, um, my mother-in-law made pancit for long life. So that's, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Reese will also have immortality. Um, I hope that he doesn't bite off the ends when he's older like me. I, I bite off the ends now. I know that it doesn't. It's not a <laughs> <laughs> Look us in the eye and say that. You, you, were, uh, you, were, you were looking left or right. <laughs> I still partially believe that if I don't buy a fiance, that it may add minutes to my life. (laughs) So that has been um, our game show and our fun episode for Fun Drive. Um, Please do tune in to cgsr.com and donate to the station if you can and donate directly to What's the Chismis or like um, say that you are donating um, to us. Thank you for your your time and your effort for doing that. But now I will announce the winner um, of the game. So in fourth place, we have with 12 points, our nurse coming in strong. We have Ariane. Yay! 
tied for third with 17 points out of 20. We have Ryan and Nikki. And then Raja in first place with 18 points. Yay! That's good. good. My mom's going to be like, where's the other two points, girl? (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be like, I'm going to quiz you next time. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for joining in, for playing, and to our listeners who are maybe playing and joining in as well. Maybe you beat Raja and got 19 or 20. If so, you know, send us a DM on Instagram. Let us know. um, And... Oh, I would be happy to convey that to Raja. Yeah, the rest I'll, of tell the I'll tell her mom. I'll tell her mom. Competition. Power. Keep me humble, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and playing along. The What's the Chismes team is super grateful to CJSR for sharing their platform with us and for bringing all of us together. Right now, we are asking for your support to keep the station up and running. FunDrive ensures that we can continue to stay on the air for another year. A program's goal is $700. That's basically 70 people with $10 donations. FunDrive ends on November 6, so you still have time to donate. To donate, call us at 780-492-2577, extension 0, or visit the website at www.cjsr.com. Salamat! Production of 88.5 FM on Treaty 6 territory in Edmonton, Alberta. Today's episode was produced by Ariane Baroma, Ryan Lakanalau, Nikki Mandiola, Raja McGay, and me, Mikali Lida. You can find all our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and on our website at www.whatsthecheesemies.transistor.fm. Message us on Facebook at What's the Chismis CGSR or on Instagram at What's the Chismis. That's Chismis T S I S M I S. Salamat!